full really? screen. That's yeah. weird. Sucks that butt. Does, that does suck butt. That's Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I hate, I hate to <laughs> admit right. it, but it does, you're right. It sucks butt. We should, we should podcast. Ready, this is going to be a good, a good bonus pre-roll. <laughs> I think most of our bonus content is going to be us talking about how we're recording bonus oh, content. Yeah. Or, or us talking about how this stuff is, will probably be cut out. <laughs> no, that usually doesn't get cut True. out. Yeah, that's like, if you want to guarantee that a conversation <laughs> makes it to the podcast, you say it will be cut out. Girl, my lips are sealed. You make me want love. Heal my car, shield my tie, heal hard, deal by wheel, stop you. Jim Davis is my name. Hello and welcome into Being Jim Davis, the Being Jim Davis of podcasts. <laughs> my name is Jonathan Gibson and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter and I'm Jim Davis. Chris. John. Audience. It's Monday, January 8th, 1979. We're here today looking at the 204th Garfield comic strip. True. What happens today in Garfield? John, in today's strip, hey, you know what would be funny? What if Garfield, a cat, were pictured wearing a sweater? Well, I think, uh, was I supposed to answer that? It was a question. It was a rhetorical question, I'd say. Okay. All right, better not answer it then. No, no, do not. It will lose its rhetorical status if answered. (laughs) It'll it'll become both a real question and a dead question. Immigration Naturalization Service has become extremely strict about revoking rhetorical status to questions (laughs) when answered. Look, um... You know how this works. I mean... We're, we're, we're looking at Garfield. Yeah. We're going to tell you what happens in Garfield. Yep. Then we're going to talk about it. Yep. If that, really. Panel one of today's strip, Chris. Mm-hmm. It's a strong panel, I would say. We have um, mm-hmm. John and Garfield arranged in something close to standard countertop position. Why are you so stingy? With standard countertop position. How is that not... Sta- is it? Are you? Is your thinking that it's not standard countertop position because John Arbuckle is holding a sweater? Well, you just answered that question for yourself. How is that not standard... Just because he's holding something doesn't mean he's not in standard Chris, countertop Chris, position. I will remind you. Go back. You can go back and look at all the strips prior to today if you like. Not a single one of those strips features a sweater. Either being held or not being held by John Arbuckle. Okay, two points on that. Number one, Jim Davis, big innovator. You know, not resting on his laurels <laughs> into the second he's year. Never, he's never like, content to, to, to sit back. His and, mind is and, always worrying what, what new object can be incorporated into today's Garfield strip. That's number one. Number two, may I remind you, the term is not standard countertop arrangement or like standard countertop collection of objects John Arbuckle is holding. It's fucking standard countertop position. It doesn't well, matter what he is no. or isn't holding. Oh, he's positioned. Oh, so position doesn't positioned. include the position of your arms? They're positioned standardly on the countertop. This is like this is like standard position of the torsos only? John if the That would be called standard torso position. If the panels had to be 
identical with one another to qualify as standard countertop position, it would be a totally worthless phrase. It's useful because it applies to a large range of panels, large range of pictures where there's a pan, there's a countertop, and John Arbuckle's on the left and Garfield's on the right. That's all that's required. Arbuckle left, Garfield right. So John is holding a sweater. Did not think I would get that worked says, up this early. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, he says to Garfield, "Look what my mother made for you, Garfield." And John, can we take a moment to describe <laughs> to describe this sweater aesthetically? Uh, yes. I mean, you, do you have a description prepared? No, I do not. But I would. I guess I would say. Um, as as this originally appeared in black and white on a Monday strip, this sweater mm. would have looked mm-hmm. fairly I think I know where you're going with this. to a Charlie standard Charlie Brown shirt. Yeah, it's it's exactly the same shirt. I don't know if I don't know if Charlie Brown's shirt had like a rim on the bottom as this one does. And those well, sort this of, is a sweater. Rims Chris, on the... was that not clear? That was very clear. Thank you. Okay. I mean, I, you know, in your defense, the word sweater I'm gl- appears I'm, nowhere in this thank, strip. Thank you for defending me <laughs> from you. <laughs> it's, a, it's a tough job. Yeah. Can I, can I, uh, wow, can I you're point right. out? The word sweater doesn't appear anywhere on today's strip. Not in today's that strip. That blows my mind. I don't want to, don't want to uh, reveal too much about tomorrow. Yeah, but, it's uh, kind of spoiler. Well, I've said too it's much. It's kind of spoiler. It's, it's kind of a spoiler just to tell listeners that this is a sweater you know it's a top of some kind it, it, and it has the charlie brown stripe yeah zigzag stripe on it yeah now, what i like about this chris mm-hmm. john's dialogue look what my mother made for you comma garfield <laughs> just in case just in case it wasn't clear to whom he was speaking so jim davis in the first panel felt that he could rely on the artwork to convey to his audience that John Arbuckle is holding a sweater, but needed to remind them that the orange cat in the foreground is the main character of this strip. Is the, the titular the, organism. The eponymous Garfield. <laughs> eponymous Garfield would make a great band. Yeah. Panel two, Chris. Mm-hmm. The sweater is now on Garfield. Uh-huh. How did it get there? It's not directly... Told no, to there's us. no. We have no way of knowing. Uh, and John, John has his hand on Garfield's back. Mm-hmm. I guess, um, John, are you be- yeah. are you being delicate? Are you trying to avoid that? To say, are you trying to avoid saying that John Arbuckle is stroking Garfield's ass? Because it looks to me like John Arbuckle is stroking Garfield's ass. I would say his hand is on his lower back. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say ass. Would you say it's inappropriate? No, it's a cat. You can do that to a cat. Oh, you can just, yeah, yeah. When you're a human, you can do anything you want. You can just go up to them and touch them on their lower back, and they have to let you do it. You can do anything. (laughs) John, look at you. Arbuckle's moving on Garfield like a little bitch. (laughs) Who's the bitch in that sentence? I don't know. Oh God! I I think I think the worst crime here is is putting the sweater on the cat. I mean that's that's the real crime against nature. I mean it is. It's it seems. Yeah, it seems wrong. Okay, a point on all of this. 
And John, mm-hmm. as you mm-hmm. as you very perceptively pointed out, and I want to commend you for this, as you very very <laughs> perceptively pointed out at the top of the show, today is the eighth of January, nineteen seventy nine. Is this a late Christmas present from John Arbuckle's mother to John Arbuckle's cat? Oh, excellent question. Thank you. I I like to imagine that uh, John's mother. Now we didn't see his parents. No, this is the first during the holiday this is the first season. First mention that has been made of John Arbuckle's either of John Arbuckle's parents, I believe. Have we heard? Of is either? that true? I, look, I'm saying it. I'm on a podcast. Listeners, if you know if that's true or not. Chase don't at write beingjimdavis.com. <laughs> we, we have enough on our plate. I, um, I don't think yeah? that we have mentioned John's mother or father in the past. I mean, we have, but uh, probably. But I don't think... So, I don't think they've... So you would, you would contend that at this point in 1979, the, uh, the, uh, the audience of Garfield was in the dark as to whether or not John... Had parents? I I think so. Yes, I think, I think probably, uh, early morning of Monday, January eighth, nineteen seventy nine, heads were exploding across America, as as people <laughs> tried to cope with the realization, the sudden realization that John Arbuckle has a mother. Apparently, a mother who is either living or undead. Either that, he or he he uh, he he ordered a cheap sweater from China. Mm-hmm. You know, China and the U.S. just reopened <laughs> diplomatic relations. He probably this, this thing was probably it's probably a cheap Chinese sweater. It's very possible, John. It's very possible. You know, at, at this point, we really have no way of knowing. John Arbuckle and his mother, like this, could be a whole Norman Bates and his mother psycho situation. We don't know. Oh God. You, you're going there with John him, Arbuckle huh? could keep the corpse of his mother <laughs> sitting in a rocking chair in a room somewhere. Well, we, didn't we already, already establish that he, ha- he had a brother that he murdered? Mm, um, yeah, okay, I don't think it was established that... Two points on that, John. Two points. It's an important question. Two points on that. Number one. Thank you. Thank you. This is out of continuity because uh, I believe we came to that conclusion on the basis of the Garfield oh, the Christmas, Christmas special, special which okay. doesn't come out until the 80s, but which we watched for our Christmas. Um, and, and we'll watch every Christmas. It's very possible. Just to be clear. It's very possible. It's hard to know. I mean, look, look, John, what will... I'm looking. I'm looking. What do you want? What will happen... At our big 2017 Christmas Eve live show in Cincinnati, <laughs> who knows? Who knows, John? Uh, but but if you live anywhere in the Cincinnati metropolitan area, I would line up now to buy those tickets because they're going to go fast. I mean, yeah, they're just going to they're going to yeah. go like hotcakes. Maybe you live in Akron, Akron, Ohio. Maybe you live in Columbus, Ohio. Maybe you live in some other city in Ohio. Um. You're going to want to get those tickets early. Point two, John, I do not, I don't remember. I, th- I think, um, I think we. Point had, two, I don't have a second thing to say. I think we had decided, uh, I, it wasn't clear that anyone, who had, who, if anyone had murdered John and Doc Boy's mysterious third brother. Um, but we had very good reason to believe that they have a, had a third brother and that something had happened to him. Something dark and mysterious. Well, we have at least 38 years for these mysteries to be 
revealed. So one more question you know, to ask I, Jim Davis I, I when he co-hosts I wouldn't, our uh, podcast. Yeah, I wouldn't get like too impatient about it. No, no. Like I, he's 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 going to drag this thing out. You gonna, know. Yeah. Okay. Here's here's my fear, John. I'm really hoping that Jim Davis knows how this series is going to end. Like, we're investing years of our lives into watching Garfield. Everybody's talking about the mysteries, what happened to John's older brother, you know, Lyman's background. I just hope he knows how it's going to end. I don't want to go through another— What is the smoke monster? Yeah, I don't want to go through another—exactly. I don't want to go through another lost situation again. (laughs) It's funny we both went there. I'm still mad. Anyway. I'm still mad about that show. Hey, hey, I, uh, hey! Fuck you, creators of Lost. Yeah, you hear that, Damon Lindelof? Yeah. <laughs> show you to for entertaining Man, me it, for those years. It, it pay, paid off that I knew that piece of trivia. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I was impressed. John, John, was one of John them is... named Carlton Cruz? Am I making that up? Sure. Sure. Was J.J. Abrams involved in Carlton Lost? Cru- Carlton Cruz is J.J. Abrams' middle name. J.J. <laughs> C.C. Abrams. Uh, anyway, John is saying, there, how's that? E- evidently referring to the sweater. Uh-huh. Or, or the, the state of affairs in which the sweater is on Garfield. To which Garfield replies, in thought, it's nice and warm. But he doesn't look happy. It's nice and warm sounds as if she, he should be happy but he doesn't appear at all happy i would say that this is an excellent example of verbal irony Mm. a kind of irony (sighs) can it be verbal when you don't say it like he's thinking it yes yes it can okay okay See, I, I didn't think i had an answer for that (laughs) did you panel three (laughs) but i was ready panel three (laughs) We have the classic Garfield walking away uh, shot of his hindquarters and in, in, in mm-hmm. three quarters hindquarters profile. Yes, three quarters hindquarters. No, 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 John. <laughs> let's be clear. That doesn't. You're not implying that Garfield has three. Buttocks. That it has three butts. No, no, he no. does not have three butts. He has, he has, he has two, two buttocks, buttocks no and butthole. zero assholes. <laughs> yeah, three quarters hindquarters shot uh, walking off into a void. But he does think he does think the word butt. Mm. His, but his, it's it's the conjunction. His full of thought, that. nothing now. His full thoughts are disgusting, demeaning, itchy, and an abomination. But nice and warm. It's a nice and warm butt. <laughs> Garfield, you know, feeling how basically the way all Americans feel in 2017: disgusted, demeaned by an itchy abomination. But hell yeah! I didn't think you were going to tie this particular Garfield strip to Donald Trump. But every every strip you did it. Every strip you for the next it. four years. <laughs> but we're nice and warm, John. That's the key. Oh, we're nice and warm. God, let please let it not be four years, dude. It could easily be eight. It could easily be twelve. <laughs> yeah. See, you thought you were being pessimistic, but I, I won up to you. You beat me. I did. You beat me. Well. I don't have anything more to say about this strip. You've been listening to Being Jim Davis. Hey, come out to the coast. We'll get together. Have a few laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> a 
That's you can support our program by leaving a five-star review on iTunes. You can visit our blog at www.beingjimdavis.com, where you can do some things. Follow us on Twitter at beingjimdavis. Follow me at Inscrutable Taco. Shop our Cafe Press store, cafepress.com slash beingjimdavis. Catch the back episodes at beingjimdavis.com. Chris, where can people find you on the internet? I'm at the Chris Winter. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll see you again tomorrow and the next day. And the day And the next day. And the next day. And the next... We'll just fade out this part. Nobody can hear us now. Keep talking. Just keep talking. Oh, good. But they can't hear us. They play play the outro music. Nobody can hear us. Okay, fuck them. As long as they can't hear us, let's talk. Let's talk about how we really feel about this. Uh, I, I like our I like our listeners. Yeah, they're great. I wouldn't want that to get out. <laughs> no, no, it would ruin that. It would spoil the whole the whole tone of the show. <laughs>